0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Randy Simone, and thank you so much for once again tuning into being free with Simone Pie. It's been a minute since you all last heard a new episode from me, but hey, life has been life and, and to keep it all away real, I just needed a quick little break. I needed to gather myself. I was a bit overwhelmed, a lot of different emotions, you know, shifts occurring in the atmosphere, and I just I didn't have it in me. So that's we're starting off completely honest, as always. I always like to keep it honest with you all, but just making sure I put that out there first. but yeah, I haven't oh, I haven't done much of anything I feel sometimes, and then I feel like I've been doing a whole lot. um, so I guess I'm probably truthfully somewhere in the middle. but um, last Thursday, I was originally supposed to record. And I decided that I wanted to wait until today, the episode will be out Sunday. And I'm so glad I did that because although I was feeling a lot of different emotions that I wanted to talk about last week, even more stuff piled onto that this week. And I'm like, okay, yeah, now I got some more stuff to, you know, fill them in on. So I'm actually glad that I waited but I feel like I've done so few episodes and I mean I kind of have this is about to be episode 13 so I mean for it to have started for this podcast to have started at the beginning of the year I try my best to stay pretty on track I think this is my second break that I've taken and I don't think if i recall correctly, when I take a break, I don't skip more than one episode. So it's actually great that I don't release content every week. Um, so you so it, it it's not you you all aren't missing too many episodes when I take a break. I hope I said that right. But one, I hope you all are doing well. We're still in this Pythagorean theorem, like I think most people are over it, but the unfortunate part about that is the pandemic is not over just because we're over it. Um, I can't tell y'all what to do, but I hope that you're vaccinated, especially, you know, a lot of us are getting back outside. You know, we miss our families, we miss our friends, we miss traveling. And the safest way, in my opinion, to do that is to you know still do your quarantining after you travel you know still staying masked up i am i was a germaphobe before the pandemic so when the pandemic hit it really just sent it up to a a different level so i'm absolutely that traveler who is spraying down the seats and wiping stuff down you know, when I get on the plane and when I get to a hotel, you know, I'm spraying and wiping everything down like I'm that girl. Don't care. Um, but you know, like I said, the I feel like the safest way for us all to do that is to, you know, still wear our mask, still disinfect stuff, still quarantine after we travel if possible you know make sure we're not hopping from one large group to the next and i know i know it's hard but i have had people in my family catch the virus and like be hospitalized i have friends who have loved ones you know dealing with that or have dealt with that Um, I have friends who have lost people like this thing is not it's not a joke. And it's very unfortunate that a lot of people are still treating it as if it's as if it really is a hoax or something like that. So, yeah, that that's unfortunate. But as for what I have been up to, I spent more time on business plans And while I'm not going to share everything with you all, I can tell you a couple things. So I am still very much, I think some of you may remember that I had mentioned writing a book that I plan on releasing next year. I am very much still doing that. And I am very much still planning on releasing that next year. Initially, initially. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I know how to say it. Initially, there we go. Initially, I had planned on releasing the book in December, but I was like, actually, no, because I had some other stuff that I want to get. I have to space my projects out because if everything is like right on top of you know one another out i'll crash from from overwhelming myself like i do work well under pressure but too much pressure and i'll be like fuck all this shit um but i am most of my friends know that i am like i told y'all earlier i'm like queen germaphobe which means that i keep my home and anything else you know Pretty fucking clean, um, just as simple as that. I'm super clean and super organized, so I am turning both of those things into a business and offering those services. And that I do plan on having launched probably around the holidays because y'all are gonna need some cleaning up and organizing after Christmas and Europe because I know folks are still going to be gathering for the holidays. The kids going to have all these presents and stuff, and y'all going to have glitter and tinsel and wrapping paper everywhere. Yeah, so and that's all. Um, working on getting to, well, I won't, I won't say I'm working on getting it, because I'm not working on getting it yet, but In the near future, I am going to go get my doula certification. Now, I won't be a doula as soon as I get my certification. Technically, I will be because here's the thing. Doula certifications, it literally takes you a weekend to get your certification. For me, the type of care that I want to provide And the communities that I want to provide aid to, that's not going to do it. So I'm looking for a mentor and, you know, doing some readings, basically just doing extra whatever I can outside of the curriculum, um, the certification curriculum to educate myself so that I can properly serve the communities that i intend to serve That the weekend certification that's gonna be my piece of paper to say yeah i'm certified to do this but that's not enough so and that's all y'all don't need to know all of my plans (laughs) but so when i say i'm working on like multiple projects i got quite a bit going on over here i'm also building a website so to some people that might you know that might sound real easy but the first time when i launched my blog which pause i've had a couple people ask me my blog is still very much active but life be life and one i don't be outside like that anymore so i don't have as much to write about two a lot of people aren't reading A bunch these days, as far as I feel like, if it's not things to do, places to go, things to see, you know, things of that nature, people aren't doing much blog reading these days. You know, people want to see visuals. I'm not getting into video editing. I've had people suggest that I do that. The answer is no. I'm not getting into video editing. It's not something that I know how to do. It's not something that I'm interested in learning how to do. The answer is no. So we'll leave that there. Um, But, you know, videos are, you know, they're getting more traction these days. And that's not to say that I don't believe that anyone ever reads my blog. I'm just not going to put myself under pressure to crank out... A post every week that may or may not get read um and that's that's just me you know keeping that real um i've been working on some things that i want to kind of switch up with the blog to cater to what i think people will like more so yeah but that just quick pause on that the blog is still happening but anyway back to the website I am also building a website right now. And when I launched my blog, I paid someone else to do that. But right now, I'm trying to learn how to do that myself. And so far, it's been good. Um, you know, I have how-tos and user guides. And, you know, I get to play with my color swatches and all that. You know, I'm a, I'm a MySpace baby, but a Black Planet baby. We used to code. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going on. Um. What's what else has been going on with me? I feel like it's been so much. I had a brief period. Let's get real serious for a second. <laughs> um, I had a brief period a couple of weeks ago where I was feeling. I was really in my feelings because I got. I don't really want to use the word lonely, but I guess that that really is what it is. I have, whether it be on this podcast, whether it be on other podcasts, whether it be in my tweets or whatever, or you know, on my close friends on Instagram, whatever. In in some spaces, I have been very vocal about the fact that last year I released myself from some very toxic stuff and we'll leave it at that. Um, there were attachment issues um, and I I own my part in that and that is something when you have abandonment issues, those kind of things happen. You get attached to, people who aren't necessarily good for you but you're just used to them being around and giving you what you want um so when i started my healing journey i knew that what i was dealing with at that time was not what i wanted and i knew that i had to let that go point blank period I knew that I had to let it go. I wasn't going to get what I fully wanted, which was, you know, I've been very honest about one day I would absolutely love to be married. I would absolutely love at least one child. Those aren't my life, you know, my life goals. Like if those things don't happen, I'm going to still be lit out here. I'm going to still be, you know, that deal. But those those are desires of mine. So I knew that situations that I was entertaining and that I had allowed myself to become attached to, I knew that if I didn't let those situations go, I would never get what it was that I wanted and what it was that I felt I deserved. I knew that. So when I got serious about, my healing journey because you can talk about this stuff you know all day every day but if you're not really truly doing the work then it's really pointless so like i said i knew that i had to remove myself and distance myself from those situations so i've dealt with those situations for so long I really didn't remember what life was without that. And that's pretty pitiful, but that is my truth. So I had a moment where I was feeling down, I had been, you know, I had been seeing, you know, a lot of engagements around me and a lot of, you know, people are going on their vacations for the summer, like not with situations or whatever, like with, you know, full-blown relationships. And I was like, you know, in a, I want that kind of space. And I felt like there's nothing wrong with, you know, doing that, but I think I stayed in that space too long. And I started overthinking and then questioning, you know, different things in my life, you know, was I, you know, was I ready? And then I'm like, you know, yeah, I am. And that, that is a very real question you may have to ask yourself, knowing, you know, the situations that I was in and had dealt with for so long. And really, really sitting down and taking the time to think, was I truly, truly ready for what it is that I said that I wanted? And I was like, yeah, I am. But anyway, I don't want to rag on that, not really rag on it, but I don't want to drag that out too much. Basically, I got in a space where I was feeling a little lonely. I, and I had, so I have a friend, this kind of off to the side, but I have a friend who, long story short, is out here living her best single life. And she was like, Randy, you used to do this. Like, you used to move, like, basically it was like, you used to move like I move. Like, why aren't you doing it now? And I told her because for me, I know how I function. And what I don't want to do is entertain something that I know isn't going anywhere. Now, what I also don't want to do is, you know, put pressure on any situation because that takes all the fun out of Like, nobody wants to be involved with someone who has pressure on them. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to do that to anyone. But if I know something isn't going anywhere, like say for instance, if I know for a fact that I'm ready for a relationship, there is no point in me entertaining a man who has been very clear that he's not interested in a relationship like that doesn't that that doesn't make logical sense to me because we both want separate things and so she and I had been talking and she was you know telling me how frustrated she was getting with these guys and I'm like well you have to you have to be sure about what it is that you want. Do you want to be out here just having fun with whoever, whether it's one guy or whether it's three guys? Like I mean that's your business, but are, do you really just want to have fun with them or are you looking for something serious? And if you're wanting something serious, then you have to be, you know, you have to be more in control of what you what you entertain. Um, and that's kind of where I am now. So I feel like, you know, um, I just, I'm not, I don't want to make it sound like people are like, guys are always coming at me and I'm constantly turning guys down. It's not a matter of that. It's just, I know what's for me and what's not. Um, and again, I'm not going to entertain anything that's not even remotely close to what I want. I just, I don't, I, I fully believe that I deserve better than that. Like I've settled for, I've settled so much in the past, literally to just have someone around, even if it was, you know, just moment, you know, even if it wasn't consistent and it was only like a piece of them, like I settled for so much to have that. So I feel that now that I'm in a place where, I'm in a healthier mental and emotional space, and I am clear on what it is that I want, and I've learned how to set boundaries and stand on them, That no, I can absolutely say, hey, yeah, while that may look good for right now, it probably will fizzle out in a month, and I'd just rather not waste my time or yours. And that, that's where I am. Um, and don't y'all be trying to decipher shit. Take it for what it is and move on. Don't be trying to crack codes and shit and get too deep into my business. Okay? We're not going to do that. <laughs> um. So what else has been going on? Oh, so my sperm donor has three daughters. I am the eldest. So the middle baby is expecting her first child my first niece. And I am so excited. Y'all have no idea. I'm so excited that this little girl is about to be here soon. Very, very, very soon. So over the weekend, I went to the baby shower. Now, the two day, so the baby shower was on a Saturday. That Friday right before the baby shower and that Thursday, I had been in the funk. I don't know exactly what it was. I was just, I just wasn't feeling me, like myself. I was in my feelings over a number of things. I wasn't feeling very motivated. I wasn't feeling very energized. I was like just in a little funk. And I was so glad I didn't have to be around anyone because I was like, I don't want to put this energy off on anybody. But I woke up that Saturday and I was like, I am not going to let this funk have my day and control my life for a third day. And I rarely ever get in those spaces, but I'm human and it happens. But I was like, you know, day three, we're not doing this. So the baby shower was Saturday and I went in, you know, a little early to help, you know, get things set up or whatever. Kind of took over as the host. Um, not, you know, um, that was that was fine with mom and dad. I didn't have, the, like, the takeover spirit, but that was fine with mom and dad. And so his family is from Louisiana. Now, y'all know me. If you, if you, if we're if we're friends, you know how much I love Louisiana, more specifically New Orleans and surrounding areas. So his family is from Louisiana and they were there in like, there were a lot of them they fed us so good. They can't, of course they cooked for the baby shower. They fed us so good. So I, I got, I was, so I was really filled up that day and I needed that after the previous two days I had. So I enjoy doing things for people I love. So me taking over as host made me feel good because for me that was that was that was an act of service that that was helping someone I love. So we also have a baby sister and I have we're all working, you know, we we all have had strained relationships because we did not grow up in the same household. Now the middle daughter and I have been able to build a closer relationship than the youngest sister and I have. And unfortunately we haven't seen each other in about seven years. Y'all, when I saw this woman, she is a woman now. When I saw this woman at the baby shower, I broke down. Because at the end of the day, you know that's still my sister and it us not seeing each other in seven years wasn't because of any beef. Like I said, we didn't grow up in the same household. So it just it, it just it takes work to build relationships, especially, you know. You know what I'm saying? It takes work. And when I moved, so we all live in Texas now, when I moved to Texas, I, she was at an age that I couldn't really expect her to do more than what she did, if that makes sense. Um, so I don't, so yeah, we, there's no beef or anything. We just, we just hadn't taken the time to truly build a relationship, but hopefully moving forward now that we've seen each other, I pray that that is going to change. So I'm hopeful, but I broke down when I saw her and I'm like, all right, you got to get it together. So that really, really, that really made me happy. And then the Louisiana TDs feeding us, y'all. So after the baby shower, we went over to the dad's um, mom's house. And, you know, like I said, all all their family, you know, from New Orleans and surrounding areas were there. And they pretty much adopted me. I was like, I just hope y'all know, like, I'm family now. But that's one of the, like, real talk, that's one of the reasons why I love people from Louisiana so much. Because I've never been around Louisiana natives who don't make me feel like family. The very first time that I meet them. It never and I try my best, like I say, everyone who knows me knows how much I love New Orleans, but I try my best to be very respectful of New Orleans culture. Um, because I never went, when, if you're around me enough, you hear the depths of my love for that city. So I always try, but I always try to make sure that I'm very intentional with the words that I speak and how I speak of that city, because they are are very um, familial people. And like I said, I've always, always, always felt right at home whenever I'm around um, Louisiana natives, always. So that day really filled me up. Also, my non-pork-eating ass ate some red beans and rice because I wasn't about to pass it up. Now, before you even ask, yes, it made me sick, but yes, it was worth it. And we won't make that a habit, because I do not eat pork, <laughs> but I wasn't passing up those red beans and rice. Understand that. So, speaking of siblings and our sperm donor, I haven't talked much about it vocally, but I, if you follow my blog, Last year, uh, around Father's Day, was it last year or 2019? This pandemic has, my, has me like, I can't remember when certain things happened. So either last year or the year before for Father's Day, I wrote on my blog an open letter to my absent father. So in that letter, I you know, stated that I have not seen that man since 2008, no 2007, the year after I graduated high school. So here's a brief timeline for you all. We haven't seen each other that much after my parents did divorce, so this won't take long. My parents divorced when I was six. He popped up at my daycare when I was seven to deliver a polypocket. pocket I was obsessed with Polly Pocket as a child. That also lets you know, I've been OCD and meticulous all my life because I never let, if y'all remember how small Polly Pockets were, I never lost a single piece in any of my collections because no one was allowed to touch that shit but me. Anyway, he popped up at my daycare to bring me a birthday present a Polly Pocket on my seventh birthday. I didn't see him again until me, my mom, and my stepdad popped up on him um, after I graduated high school in 2006. I really just aged myself right there. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I... Yeah, I had to give me, I had sorry, I had to um mute for a second. Niggas is over here trying to get sick. Um, so I saw him in 2007. No, I'm sorry, y'all. I got my timeline mixed up. So parents divorced and when I was parents split when I was six. He popped up when I'm the next year when I was seven. I graduated 2006 and then we popped up on him like a week, a week after I graduated. Then he actually came to visit me in St. Louis in 2007. And that is the very last time that I saw him. Now, 2018 and 2019, you may be familiar with a little conference called Summit 21 that's held in Atlanta. Well, I went to that conference, where was sperm donor living at the time? Ding, 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 hot lanta. Both times, I had spoken to him, and we scheduled to meet up. He stood me up both times. So I haven't talked to him since he stood me up in 2019 until today. Now, I'm not going to get too deep into this part just because it's not fully my business to share with y'all. And I've already shared enough um, on social media platforms that's probably going to be deleted soon. So don't go searching. It won't be there by the time y'all hear this. Um, But long story short, he upset my pregnant sister to the point that I was ready to fight him. I'm protective. Um, As our relationship, you know, gets stronger, I'm getting more protective. She's also with child and is due any day now. So she doesn't need any level of stress. So, yeah, I went into like big sis mode and I hit him up to check him. So before today... I, you know, after going to therapy you know, and, you know, working through some of my issues with him through in therapy, not with him, because again, we haven't spoken. I had the idea that I may be open for, I may be open to reconciliation because Mm, he doesn't like confrontation. So he has avoided having the necessary conversations, but that is where I have stood is that I don't want to do the small talk anymore. We don't, we we're not going to talk about how the, how the weather is or how Texas is or how wherever you are, we're not going to talk about any of that. We're going to get to the nitty fucking gritty. And we're going to talk about why the fuck you abandoned me and my sisters, that's the shit we want to talk about. You don't get to brush that shit under a rug anymore and pretend like it never happened and like you didn't seriously fuck us up. You don't get to, you don't get to do that. So we we hadn't talked because I was not open to small talk. My thing was if we're going to talk, this is what we're going to talk about. You need to be ready to start having these conversations. Um but because he doesn't like confrontation, he's avoided that. And I seriously think in his mind, he doesn't think that he's really done anything wrong. He thinks that our feelings are, you know, are, that I guess we're overreacting or whatever. But I checked him today because, like I said, I was pretty, I was, I was being protective of my sister. Like, you got my baby worked up over some stupid stuff. Like, and I, I was upset. So I reached out to him to check him. And I I briefly expressed how I felt, but his dismissal of my feelings really did it for me. And I was like, you know what, at this point, right here, right now, I'm not really sure that I want to reconcile with him. I think I'm very much okay with him not being in my life and in the lives of my future children now that may change that's just how i feel today and i don't owe like i don't owe anyone a further explanation for that because one thing that therapy has taught me is that it is very much okay to set boundaries especially with people you love and because i do still love him i wouldn't be here without him um, but that also means that I can stand on those boundaries, and I don't care who you are. You do not get to continuously hurt me. I'm not that Randy anymore. That just lets people keep hurting her, and I just I just sit around and just put up with it because I feel like I love you or I care about you. Um, and like love doesn't do that. Like love don't hurt you back like that. like that's not love. Um so yeah, that's where I am. Um I'm actually I actually have an episode coming up sooner than later where, where myself and one of my homies will actually dive deeper into our relationship. Talk, you know, talk deeper about our relationships with our um with our dads and how those relationships or lack thereof have affected us in adulthood but yeah i just i am a part of me is very proud of myself because i thought that the next time i talked to him whether it be via text or on the phone or whatever i thought that i would break down and cry and i literally didn't like I didn't feel anything but I really wanted to cuss him out but I told him that I was that you know I was I was still trying to hold some like the last little bit of respect I have for him I was trying to hold that so he hasn't gotten the full wrath of Randy yet um If that happens, I'll let y'all know, maybe. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just, I can't deal with my feelings being dismissed. I have done a lot of work in therapy and I do know that while a lot of work has been done, there's still work to be done. I honestly feel that that's true for everyone, to be completely honest. I feel like, we are never ending um, vessels for for change and for better self betterment. Um, so yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't I don't really think there's an end to that. But what I will say is that I have done a lot of work to get to this place. I am extremely happy with myself that I have removed the toxicity from my life that was weighing me down. I have gotten comfortable not having um, toxic attachments disguised as something else, Um, love, lust, um, whatever. I'm very proud of myself for this space now. And I simply refuse. To let anyone come in and poke around and get me out of that space, whether it's the sperm donor, whether it's a former friend or current friend, or I would say ex, but I don't claim y'all, if any of y'all listen, I don't claim them. If a baby, I don't have any kids as far as I'm concerned. If a child wasn't created, you have no proof that we were ever involved. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't claim them. I don't have no exes. Don't let anybody lie to you and tell you that we used to do anything. No, we didn't. Um, but whoever it is, like I refuse to let anyone in to, you know, stir that up. I am constantly working, trying to be a better person. I understand that that still will not be enough or maybe too much for some people and I'm perfectly okay with it. But I am finally in a space where I am happy the majority of the time. Cause like I said, sometimes, you know, I get in my little zone where I overthink. But for the most part, I'm finally in a space where I'm happy with who Randy is. I'm happy I know that I have done a hell of a lot of growing because damn I used to be a, I used to be ooh, it it was bad but I have I have definitely done a lot of growth mentally spiritually emotionally like especially emotionally like I just look at how I react to different things now and it's proof to me that I am truly at peace and I have better control over my emotions. And that's a big thing because as much as y'all love to say that Aquarius folks are cold and heartless, bitch, I'm emotional. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I'm emotional. I beat my feelings. Um, But yeah, so i think that's pretty much it oh so how can i forget y'all i went home finally home is st louis for those of you who don't know i went home was it last weekend i don't listen y'all the days and weeks they're literally running into each other but whatever the weekend of the 18th was because it was my best friend's birthday. So I went home for her birthday because that's what real niggas do. And I have not been, prior to that, I had not been home since Christmas of 2019. So it was really good. Now, unfortunately, I didn't get to see a lot of people because I was solely there for her birthday, but I got to see all our mutuals. Well, most of our mutuals. And It was just a really good time, and although we were gathering for B, don't y'all go around calling her B. If you know who, if you know who my my best friend is, don't don't tell yourself that you could just go around calling her B. Don't do that, um, because she might cuss you out because you don't know her like that. (laughs) Um, but although we were all gathering for B and you know celebrating her. I still felt really loved on. And that was an amazing feeling because I be missing my people. And not even gonna lie, I be feeling left out sometimes because my friends be back at the crib kicking it. And I have friends here in Dallas, but I be missing my friends back home. It's just as simple as that. I be missing my friends back home. Like I have fun. With my friends here when we gather. But I be missing my friends back home. (laughs) So they loved on me. I was there for three days. And it was a wonderful time. Hopefully I'll be able to go back for Christmas. I don't know what this weather or this pandemic going to be looking like. But, yeah, that was a really good time that really filled me up, that really lifted my spirits and had me on high for a little while. And then I came down and, like I said, I had like two days where I got back in my feelings and was like walking around in a funk. But, yeah, that was that was a really good um, feeling. So, if you saw me the weekend that I was home, thank y'all for loving on me. I really needed that. I... It felt good to know that I was missed. Um, When people, I've been, so I was talking about this on the Twitter the other day. I, in the past, I've been made to feel that who I was was too much. And by certain people, and it's not a good feeling. And to be in spaces where people tell you that they miss your energy, that feels really fucking good. That feels really good. So thank you. Um, I told y'all niggas is over here trying to get sick because I be acting like I don't know what sleepy is and I be having 50 deadlines with work. Or school or self-imposed deadlines for my projects and shit. So I'm going to get off. I'm going to go have me some hot tea. I'm actually going to make a hot toddy, to be completely honest. going to make a hot toddy and get my ass in the bed um, because I have an extremely long weekend ahead of me. I have a long week, but next weekend, my nigga, I go on vacation. I go on vacation. I cannot wait to turn that out of office on Friday. I can't wait. So thank you all very, very much for tuning in. I feel like I've been talking forever and don't expect this um, on a regular basis. You all know that I like to keep my monthly check-ins very short. Because I don't want to get long-winded, so I feel. But I feel like this one is probably the longest one. Don't get used to it, because the next one might only be like 15 minutes. <laughs> but you all can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BNFreePod. Free Pod. That's the letter B, the letter N, Free Pod. Find me on all your favorite platforms apple spotify soundcloud i think i'm on soundcloud i actually should probably double check that (laughs) but you know i think i am i just i've never listened to it on spotify but anchor wherever you listen to podcasts you're more than likely gonna find me like share tell a friend tell a friend get your life in order I love y'all. Be well, be safe, be free. Bye.